This is the favorite poem. <laughs> I read it first in high school. I've never forgot. I committed it to memory at one time. And, and I simply loved it, although I didn't fully understand it early on. I understand it now because it is captivating and dramatic and evil. My Last Duchess by Robert Browning. Apparently based on an incident in the life of Alfonso II, Duke of Ferrara, set in the 16th century, on the point of marrying again, the Duke displays a strikingly lifelike portrait of his previous wife, and it soon becomes obvious that in his jealous obsession with the Duchess, he had resented her vivacity and had arranged for her murder. That is my last duchess, painted on the wall, looking as if she were alive. I call that piece a wonder now. Fra Pandolf's hands work busily a day, and there she stands. Would you please you sit and look at her? I said, Fra Pandolf, by design, for never read strangers like you that pictured countenance, the depth and passion of its earnest glance. But to myself they turned, since none puts by the curtain. I have drawn for you, but I. And seemed as they would ask me if they durst, how such a glance came there. So not the first are you to turn and ask us, Sir, t'was not her husband's presence only called that spot of joy into the Duchess' cheek. Perhaps Fra Pandolf chanced to say, Her mantle laps over my lady's wrist too much. Or, Paint must never hope to reproduce the faint half-flush that dies along her throat. Such stuff was courtesy, she thought, and cause enough for call it calling up that spot of joy. She had a heart, how shall I say, too soon made glad, too easily impressed. She liked whate'er she looked on, and her looks went everywhere. Sir, was all one, my favor at her breast the dropping of the daylight in the west, the bough of cherries, some officious fool broke in the orchard for her, the white mule she rode with round the terrace, all and each would draw from her alike the approving speech, or blush, at least. She thanked men, good. But thanked, somehow I know now how, as if she ranked my gift of a nine hundred years old name with anybody's gift. Who'd stoop to blame that sort of trifling? Either had your skill and speech, which I have not, to make your will quite clear to such an one, and say, just this or that in you disgusts me, here you miss or there exceed the mark. And if she let herself be lessened so, nor plainly set her wits to yours, forsooth, and made excuse, in then would be some stooping. And I choose never to stoop. Oh, sir, she smiled, no doubt, whene'er I passed her, but who passed without much the same smile? This grew. I gave commands. Then all smiles stopped together. There she stands, as if alive. Will please you rise? We'll meet the company below then. I repeat, the Count, your master's known munificence, is ample warrant that no just pretense of mine for dowry will be disallowed, though his fair daughter's self, as I avowed at starting, is my object. 
Nay, we'll go together down, sir. Notice Neptune, though, taming a seahorse, thought a rarity, which Claus of Innsbruck cast in bronze for me.